0: This is AA Beyond Belief, episode 137. In this episode, you'll meet Kim L, who with her friend Chia started a Secular Al-Anon meeting in Boise, Idaho. We'll talk about the challenges they've had starting the meeting and how things are going today. It's an interesting conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Kim, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm not doing bad. I'm doing good. Um, So you are here to talk about a Secular Al-Anon meeting that you helped start in Boise, Idaho. Yes. Can you start by telling me when and where is that meeting?
1: Um, we meet on Wednesday nights at 7.30. Um, we meet at the Peer Wellness Center in Boise uh, on Franklin Road.
0: Okay. And uh, when did you start this?
1: Uh, this summer. So in July. We, oh, really? We started. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. So it's been going for a little while. Yeah. And, you know, I think this might be the first uh, secular Al-Anon meeting that I've ever heard of.
1: Um, As far as we've found, we are.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, you know, what motivated you to start a secular meeting?
1: Well, the fact that I'm atheist and I am, well, not as uncomfortable in traditional Al-Anon meetings as some. I am fairly uncomfortable in some of them. And... If I know that I'm uncomfortable, then I know there's definitely people that are more uncomfortable than I am and that aren't getting the help that they need and everything to be able to join Al-Anon and get what they need out of it and get the support of the people in the group.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you been going for to Al-Anon for a while?
1: Um, a little less than a year.
0: Oh, okay, but you're, but as an atheist, you're not totally uncomfortable with it, but um, but it is some discomfort. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, Especially in the meetings where there's a lot more uh, God speak, and it just it gets kind of. I know that it gives me the willies a little bit in some of those meetings, and I know several people who would be even more uncomfortable and they won't go to meetings because of that.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people in AA uh, as well. Um, And I found that out when we started our meeting that um, really the majority of the people that were coming, they were finding us from our our website and they were coming to our meeting because they wouldn't go to to an AA meeting otherwise because they have the impression anyway that it's religious and understandably so if they go to a meeting that closes with the Lord's prayer and, 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 um, admonishes them to find God now and so forth. So. Yeah. <laughs> so so, um, did you have any problems getting the meeting started? Did you have any resistance? Um, oh,
1: we've had plenty of resistance. Oh my God.
0: Well, this is the fun part then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we actually, in the last couple of weeks, have been in touch with the uh, WSO and they are refusing to list our, our uh, meeting.
0: Crazy. That's the that's the World Service Office for Al-Anon?
1: Yeah. They're refusing to list us on the grounds that the dictionary the dictionary says that secular is basically not spiritual.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And Al-Anon is a quote spiritual uh, (laughs) (laughs) thing. And I'm just like, okay, yes, the the dictionary meaning of secular is not
0: <laughs> not <laughs> not having to do with religion right that's what i yeah.
1: think yeah and, and well the widely the widely accepted definition in society is that it doesn't have to do with religion in general but it's and it's non-religious. And that's what we're but trying to But you know the problem they
0: have, though, with the definition thing with the di- dictionary? Is <laughs> when you look up um, spiritual in the dictionary, it has relating to religion. It has, if I can't remember the exact definition. But if you look it up, spirituality is kind of defined as religious quasi-religion.
1: Yeah. And that's where we're getting hung up with them and trying to figure out. And our whole thing was, okay, we wanted to let people know that even though even if they won't list us, and even if they won't list us locally, we can still have our meeting. We can still put the word out there that we're meeting and we have people who are willing to help that aren't affiliated with any kind of religion. So we, we have our website, we have our email, and we're putting the word out there at the local atheist meetings that we have this Al Anon meeting, and just trying to let people know that if you're not comfortable in regular Al Anon, come see us.
0: And you know, um, it's kind of a misnomer too, as far as uh, WSO is concerned about the whole spiritual thing, because you believe it or not, there's a lot of atheists that are spiritual or consider themselves spiritual that go to secular AA meetings, and they ha- they define spirituality in their own in their own way, and and you know, that's fine. You know, we're okay with it. In fact. We are okay with some anybody can come to our meeting. We're not excluding anyone. Uh, you can believe anything you want. It really doesn't matter. That's the thing. But we do have, and I'm assuming that your meeting's the same way, you have a format that's set up where it just kind of takes that it takes that, re, that heavy religious tone off, off the table.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we've, we've pretty much just taken the mention of God especially God, big G, out of our format. And we don't open and close with the serenity prayer. We use the Al-Anon Declaration. We have a whole list of different things that we can use that still fit with the Al-Anon principles, but aren't religious.
0: Right. You know, I was reading your meeting script and i can't really remember how it all went but it did seem to me that you were pretty clear that you know this is a very inclusive group
1: um yeah so we we didn't want to exclude anyone because part of Al-Anon is being able to include people so our whole thing was we want to make everyone feel comfortable and that means Buddhists, atheists, agnostics, Christians, you know, anyone, Muslims, whoever wants to come, they can come and feel comfortable because we're not overwhelming them with Judeo-Christian beliefs.
0: I'm not that familiar with Al-Anon. Um, I haven't been to very many Al-Anon meetings, but do a lot of them or do the majority of them, are they like AA that close with Lord's Prayer?
1: Um, I haven't been to one that does. Oh, Really? no uh, most of them use the serenity prayer
0: okay well how about that that's interesting
1: yeah which is which is more comfortable than closing oh with absolutely the
0: absolutely yeah. <laughs>
1: because like for instance the first aa meeting that my husband went to he counted they called they said god or jesus 78 times during the meeting and then they closed with the lord's prayer he said i'd rather go to church than go back to that meeting
0: yeah you know, that's one thing that has changed over the last several years with AA is, <clears throat> and it's and maybe it just has, it has to do with our society. So I came into the program 31 years ago, and you never heard anybody talk about a specific religious reference like Jesus. You never heard that. But now you do. And I've even heard of some groups where people actually bring the Bible with them to the meetings and stuff like that. So it's kind of strange that as, as our society seems to be becoming more secular, And the whole, we our little niche in AA sometimes is becoming a little bit more rigid and sometimes a little bit more, oh gosh, overtly religious. Like when you talk about a specific deity or something that that's that used to never be ever be um, heard in the meeting, but that's changed. So okay, so that's really interesting. That WSO was giving you a hard time; they won't list you. And does is that how it works in Al-Anon? I mean you? In AA, we have like these um, individual intergroups that list meetings, or we have areas and districts that list meetings. Is Al-Anon like that, or do you, or does the w- World Service Office list all the meetings for Al-Anon?
1: So we have our districts that mm-hmm. list meetings, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, the WSO that lists meetings. Okay. So we started with the local, with our district, and they refused.
0: This is so interesting. It's so interesting because every Al-Anon I've I've talked to other Al-Anons who have wanted to start a secular Al-Anon meeting. And all of them have told me that they've gotten resistance from (laughs) Al-Anon.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So the local said basically the exact same thing that WSO said. So we tried with the local. And then recently is when we started with WSO. We were like, well, maybe if we get WSO in, then the local will just have to fall in line. And WSO was like, oh, hold on, hold on a second here. No. So we, we're we working on that a little bit more to see how it goes.
0: And I know, of course, that AA is a total separate fellowship, but do they ever, do they, I wonder if they stopped to look at all the secular AA meetings that there are and have been for a long time.
1: Well, and that's the thing that we've, uh, like we tried to say something to local, especially I said, did you know that we have, at least two atheist agnostic meetings every week for the AA. And they were like, oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I said, well, they do. And they were like, oh, okay. And that was it, basically. And the the big thing is that apparently there's, I guess, to, to not put too fine a point on it, there's pissing matches between AA and Al-Anon.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> so like Al Anon is really protective of their whole thing. And they don't want, I mean, I, I understand they don't want AA like taking over it. But at the same time, like the whole their whole thing is to work in conjunction with AA. And they and at this point, it doesn't seem like they are.
0: Well, wow. that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Uh, tell me this, are you, there's a group of um, ladies that I've met in Lawrence, Kansas, who are also interested in starting a group. Have you, have you met mm-hmm. them or talked to them?
1: Yes. Uh, Marilyn. Yeah. I've talked to Marilyn and um, yeah, we've talked to them and they've, they said that they were going to talk to WSO about getting their meeting listed. And, and I haven't heard anything. I'm going to get in touch with her this week and see Do how you know if they've went. started. Um, have they
0: started meeting yet?
1: I think they have.
0: Oh, okay. I'll have to, excuse me. I'll have to send her an email and find out what's going on with that. Yeah. That's really interesting. So um, that would be cool though. If you had um, at least, at least two secular Al-Anon groups out there, you know?
1: Yeah. If, and the whole thing, like, uh, like Chia and I have discussed my cohort, uh, she and I have discussed, like I said, if we start and just do our meeting local and WSO aside and just let people know we're out there if we get enough people going to secular meetings then we we have that to show WSO and the local districts that hey we've got all of these people who aren't comfortable in the standard meetings and they need the help that that Al-Anon gives just not in the way that you've been giving it let's try this.
0: <laughs> right. Let's, let's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, meet people where they are and yeah. there's a growing number of people, especially probably more people in your generation, I'm assuming, um, that are, you know, they don't really identify with any sort of a religion. They, they might not necessarily identify as an atheist or agnostic, but they, the one the, the people that I meet that are coming to our meetings, they just, they don't really have anything against it. It's just that, it just doesn't seem pertinent and relevant and it just seems weird basically for them to have to, you know, engage in praying and so forth. But anyway, enough of that. So tell me, what do you, how, how, tell me what a, uh, a typical meeting is like?
1: Well, it's not that much different from standard Al-Anon. So we start our meeting, welcome, please join me in a moment of silence to use as you wish. And we, and we continue on with, you know, we read the steps, we read the traditions. And the, you read the
0: traditional steps, not altered or anything?
1: Uh, no, we did slightly alter them okay. so that they don't have God in them. Oh, how about
0: that? <laughs> okay.
1: But it does mention higher power because anything can be your higher power. So it's just now slight. that's been a
0: sticking point in AA, by the way. Any groups that have altered mm-hmm. the steps, they they that. But actually, we've kind of had a little lawsuit in Canada over that, which kind of settled it anyway. Wow. Continue. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, they haven't had that problem here. Yeah, I you know think. what
0: happened in Canada? If you're not familiar with the story, but in Toronto, the agnostic groups there they wrote their own damn steps, and they would read them at all their meetings. They were they're quite happy with them, and they would post them on their website and everything. And their meetings were doing just great. And they were um, listed with the Toronto Intergroup for a long time without any problem. But then all of a sudden, a new group of uh, people started managing the Toronto Intergroup. And they decided that they had to unlist these agnostic groups in Toronto because they were, um, oh, they changed the steps and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, so a lawsuit ensued. One of the people that was going to the agnostic groups sued because they said that you know on grounds of his, he, he sued through the human rights tribunal in Canada and in Ontario. And it was basically that his human rights were being violated because, um, the Toronto intergroup wasn't making a reasonable accommodation for people, for non-believers, okay. To have their own meeting their own way. And unbelievably the defense of the Toronto intergroup was to be an AA group. You had to profess a belief in God and work the steps is written, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was crazy, but they, it, it, they finally settled and the Toronto intergroup had to list the the AA groups. Um, and I think the settlement was they just had to affirm that something about the 12 steps, affirm and acknowledge the original 12 steps, whatever. Anyway, long story, but yeah, there was a little lawsuit.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that <laughs> we, you know, we do, we do mention that they've been changed a little bit from the originals. You know, there's all of the literature is all standard Al-Anon. It's not, there's nothing agnostic or atheist for Al-Anon literature. So pretty much everywhere you turn, you get the standard 12 steps and 12 traditions anyway. But yeah, so we've, we've edited them a little bit, but not a whole lot.
0: You know, when you talk about the literature and I, I'm not that familiar with the Al-Anon literature, but I have, I've had an, an Al-Anon on our podcast before and she, she, she's actually, she's an AA member, but she gets, she has more, bit she gets more benefit out of Al-Anon and she says she really likes the Al-Anon literature. She says it's more up to date and she thought it was less religiously oriented like the, like the AA literature, which is really old. Is that true?
1: I have noticed that. Yeah. So there's, in particular, there's one book, uh, Paths to Recovery, and there is a section in, I think, the second step that talks about how this woman, it's her story, and they ta- she talks about how she was very uncomfortable with the fact that all of the God and I'm... <laughs> I'm atheist, I'm agnostic, I don't understand why I have to profess belief in this God that I don't believe in. And then kind of realizing that it's like, oh, anything could be my higher power, and kind of recognizing that and reconciling it with her own beliefs. And so they do have kind of those mentions in the books, which is nice. But there's there's still a lot of standard religiousness.
0: Well, in AA, it's really bad, the literature anyway, because, well, the big book was written in 1939, and that's what most, most of the groups use. And it's not, oh, the language that, of course, is old, it's dated. It, it's written by men and from that perspective. So it, it, ha- it has a real paternalistic feel to it. In fact, even the chapter to the wives that Lois Wilson was supposed to write, of course, was written by Bill Wilson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just so it's awful. just awful, and so we can't really use it. So we do use alternative yeah. literature, and we happen to have a lot of it. But AA oh, you yeah. ha- and AA, you have that right. You can use alternative literature in your meetings if you want to. Not everybody knows that, or or, or agrees with that, or understands it. But we can, and we do at our group.
1: That's the other thing is that you know you have to use the approved Aladon literature conference approved. And uh, I know in some meetings they say not to mention anything other than oh, no. conference-approved <laughs> literature, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" You know, conference-approved is all well and good, but it's not the only stuff out there. And I know that, like personally, personally, I have adapted some of the AA readings in the atheist and agnostic stuff. I've kind of adapted them for my own use. Just kind of like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. I'm just going to adopt that. You know, I make copies of it and just kind of stick it in with my other stuff so that I have it to reference back to.
0: And, you know, I think I might be wrong, but I think that the alternative 12-step book um, that was written by two women, I can't remember their name off the top of my bat, but I believe that she was an Al-Anon. Who wrote that? Have you, have you gotten that book? It's called the alternative 12 steps.
1: I don't it, think I do.
0: Okay. Well check it out. It's a, it's a pretty good book. It was written by two women. I'm pretty sure that one of them is an Al-Anon. It was written back in the 1990s and um, it's it's actually a very good book and it's pretty popular in our group. And if you know, Angela from, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she, she used that book to go through the steps when she was first getting in the program.
1: And I know she's mentioned the book a lot. She, she yeah, brings she it up to pretty much every meeting as far as I've noticed.
0: Oh, how about that? It's funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so, you know, Angela and Wally have been a, a big help with starting the meeting as well. Oh, good.
0: So. Good. Okay. So you, you, you do read the steps and then um, then the basic format of the meeting is just like any other meeting.
1: Pretty much. So we, you know, we have our introduction. This is what Alanon is. We pass around our basket. And we have an open discussion, you know, if anybody's got a topic, you know, and then we go on with the meeting. And it's an hour-long meeting. And when we get to the end, then we have, like I said, al declaration, or, you know, we have, I think, three or four different versions of things that we can use to read at the end. And we close the meeting. And if anybody has questions, we have pamphlets, we have all of the things, we have. Resources that they can use if they want to, if they want literature, they can contact me and I'll get into getting literature for them if they want it. And
0: so, are people finding you okay?
1: We had one guy that found us by accident, like, he had seen our meeting information on the board at the center, the wellness center where we meet, and he thought he would stop by and see and have a try at our meeting. And we haven't seen him since. It was just the one time that he came, but I don't know if he's been busy or so. But so far, it's been kind of slow going, but we're still we're dedicated to making sure that this is a thing.
0: Yeah. You know, it takes a while. Our group was the same way when we started off. I think the first year, you know, most of our meetings were five, six, eight People were, was a big meeting, and then the next year it got a little bigger and a little bigger, a little bigger. And we still kind of have, we still kind of wax and wane in the numbers of, of memberships. But I got to the point where I don't really judge the success of the group by, by how big it is. It doesn't really matter to me how many people go to meetings, but um, the meetings seem to be helping people and working. Uh, people are getting sober and they're making friends, and I see lives changing. So yeah, our group is doing pretty well in that respect. You know.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of where I was, was, like I said, I'm not as uncomfortable as some people are, but that was my whole reason for wanting to start this meeting. And that was why Chia and I got together and started the meeting. We saw the need for something non-traditional.
0: There absolutely, really is a need. I, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten over the years from Al-Anon's that were looking for a secular um, alternative uh, for Al-Anon. Um, so, there, 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 there truly, there truly is um, a need for that. I was thinking about something and I forgot what I was going to ask you, but that's okay. Oh yeah, I know what I was going to ask you. So, um, the fact that you, the fact that that they won't list you you're still an Al-Anon group. Mm-hmm. So it's not, so is, is I, you, it must be a similar tradition to AA is that you're an AA group. If you say you are. Yeah. So nobody can deny that.
1: No, we're a group just because they won't list us. Doesn't mean crap. It's we're there.
0: Okay. So that's, that's AA too, but that's so weird that the, the listing part anyway. So, um, I think that you're, I think that you're, I think the word's going to get out. Um, this podcast is probably going to help and, um, we'll also post, um, an article on our site, a beyond belief that gives your meeting information and so forth. And, uh, cause I, we, we do have Alanons that listen to our podcast and go and come to our website. So, um, maybe what will happen is after a while al from around north america if not the world will start that are secular will start um networking with each other because uh, that's kind of what happened in aa we kind of got together and, online and started networking and that's when our meetings really started growing and taking off and we when we realized that you know we're not alone
1: yeah well and that's what i'm hoping and i can also uh email you a link to our website that you can include in your article. And, you know, anybody who wants to, who's starting a meeting, who would like help is welcome to contact us. We're very free with giving meeting information out. This is what we use. You can adapt it however you like.
0: Yeah. Your meeting script is really good, by the way. Very well written. I like it.
1: Credit for that goes pretty much all to Chia she did she did the work on that for the most part she i mean she would email me copies and you know what do you think and we'd do a little editing and but for the most part it's all Chia on that and she and she's the one who built the website and so but yeah contact us and we're happy to help anything that you know we're there so every wednesday night somebody is there so
0: well, this has been, this is interesting. It's been a great conversation and thank you so much for coming on to let us know about, about your meeting. As time goes on, we might touch base again and, and see how yeah. things are going. You know, um, I'm going to reach out to the women in Lawrence to find out what's going on with their, with their meeting and what, what, what kind of issues they've had to they're, they're a nice, nice group. They came out to, we had a little anniversary for our um, group and they came out to that um, like nice. about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. And they listen to this podcast too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm glad to hear that our numbers are growing because it, like I said, it's important that people know that there's help out there, even if you don't believe in God.
0: Yeah. And and you know, too, I was going to tell this. this that's another thing I was thinking about, Um, that whole thing about having that option available. In Wichita, Kansas, there's a district, an AA district that is wanting to start a secular AA meeting um, in their um, accessibilities committee. So what they're saying basically is that for some people, there's an obstacle to get to the meetings, just like if there's not a wheelchair ramp is an obstacle for mm-hmm. some people, for other people, the, the, the perception of religiosity is a, is an obstacle. So by having that option there, it removes that obstacle and helps more people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks again, Kim. Um, I appreciate it. And best of luck to you and uh, your group down there. And like I say, we'll be talking again. And, uh, you know, after a while to see to see how things are going.
1: Great. Thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it.
0: And that's another episode of AA Beyond Belief. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to help out our site and podcast, there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, go on over to iTunes and leave us a review, hopefully a favorable one. You can also help out financially with either a recurring or a one-time contribution. You can do that by setting up recurring donations at our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash aabeyondbelief or through PayPal at paypal.me slash aabeyondbelief. And you can always visit our site aabeyondbelief.org and click on the donate button. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back again real soon with another episode of AA Beyond Belief, the podcast.